Snake River Opportunity High School. Uh, this is Scott, Mr. Porgatelli. I'm actually just uh, out on a walk as usual. It's kind of brisk this morning, which means it's a little, little bit chilly. Um, and I just wanted to share a little bit about some stuff I've been learning. Um, I, I want to tell you some of the things I've been reading. I just, my son was talking about a book he remembered from his sophomore year, his level two year, I guess. He doesn't go to our school. Um, that he loved. It was called The Great Gatsby. And I had never read it, which is weird because I was an English teacher. Um, anyway, I guess I didn't ever teach that level of class. Um, it's an interesting book. The language is weird. My eyes aren't so good anymore, so I spend some time listening and the first part of this week, I had to be in Boise for some training about how to be a good leader um, and how to be a good principal. And so that's one. There's a couple things I listened to Great Gatsby the whole way. I found the language kind of interesting. Um, it was a good listen, but I wouldn't say it was one of my favorites. And there's some. I mean, it's got a good ending, and there's quite a few little things that happen at the very end. And, that I sometimes was very lost in the language. And so I kind of just realized that there's a um, limitation to reading by listening now. And of course it's good, but I, if I was looking for detail, I just wanted to be captured by the story. I don't know if you guys ever read like that or listen to a story like that. Sometimes I just want to be a consumer, an entertained person. And that talks about a purpose for writing and reading, right? Is that it's an escape area. So that was one book I've been reading, um, and I enjoyed the story. I wasn't too into the language. Of course, it's partially because it's old language and it's a little archaic, hard for me to follow at times. And there's this cultural element I just don't get, like the kind of high life um, in New York City in, I don't know, I, think I couldn't identify the actual time period. I'd say 1900s. Um, anyway, so just listening to that book was kind of prompted another set of books on my way home I'm then started to listen to a book called Rethink. Now for some reason in my mind like uh, uh, informational texts or you know not literary the, the non-fiction stuff kind of captures my attention I'm a kind of a, a researcher a learner at heart but there is something about uh, fiction texts that kind of just release a little bit of freedom so anyway the other book i'm reading is called rethink by adam grant and it's learning to think again about things that we think we know and i was just kind of struck by how often i perseverate or overthink things and then get rutted even though i'm kind of a questioner a rebel um and so that's kind of one of the areas that i'm learning about right now is how do i intentionally build things in my mind to rethink. So that's one of the things I think that might be slightly challenged about our school is that um, we are asking you to do things in a way that you probably have never done. And um, really breaking with the idea that learning is a one-time event and the right answer is always the goal. In fact, part of what I hope you get out of your time with us is that um, even though you have a right answer, there is a extension to that. And that's the, what did you do with it in real life? So for me, I'm learning that I need to have entertaining places. And I'm also learning that I really just want to build in structures and habits in my life 
that um, helped me to rethink, reset my mind, be open to new possibilities and have more and more questions. Um, A question I'm pursuing right now is like, how do I make sure I don't get caught in a rut? So I just thought I'd share with you one of the things I'm learning.